Sarah Mack, and welcome to Creative Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm so excited to introduce my wonderful guest for today. We have with us Jermaine Foley, and she is a certified life and money coach who helps high achieving women manage and grow their wealth without losing the freedom to spend and enjoy life. Hi Jermaine, thank you so much for joining us. Hi Sarah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So what's your money story? How did you get to becoming a money coach? Oh my gosh, so... <laughs> My story started from me just being exactly who I help now. I was um, a high achieving woman. So I graduated from college, landed the big job, was making the money, but I didn't have any money. And it was just like, it had gotten to a point with me and my husband where we just felt like there's gotta be something we're missing here. You know, we were doing all the things right, but something was happening where we just didn't, we weren't building wealth. So I had to figure out how can I build wealth and still enjoy my life? I think that was the, the kink in my brain where it was just like, I couldn't figure out, you know, a lot of the financial gurus, they want to tell you that, you know, you need to invest and invest and, you know, wait until retirement to really enjoy life. And I couldn't like fathom doing that because I knew that I wanted to experience joy and fun things now. And to be able to do those things in the future. So I had to figure out how to you know, do both at the same time. And so I did. So my husband and I, we paid off over $200,000 worth of debt. We built a multiple six-figure net worth, built our dream home. Um, our net worth grows every month, pretty much. And we did not sacrifice our lifestyles. We still enjoyed life. We still vacationed. I still shopped. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wanted to show other women that this was possible for them too. So that's it. <laughs> Amazing. I love this conversation so much. And I know that a topic that you talk about, which I'm really excited to dive into with you is overspending, because that's something that I have like really struggled with. And I know talking to a lot of my clients, they have as well, like no matter how much or how little they're earning, it's like a behavior pattern that just self-sabotages. That's really got nothing to do with how much that you're making. Yes. So I'm really curious, like what's your perspective on, on overspending and why do we do it and how do we stop doing it? Yes. Okay. So overspending is an action. It's something that we're doing and every action that we take is something that we're thinking. It's something that we're trying to, it's a feeling that we're having. It's something that's just like making us feel that, oh my God, I got to have it. Like it could be a simple thought like that, that just gives you the urge to want to overspend. And so uh, what I found for me, a lot of times it's driven by boredom, by frustration, by stress. And we try to use our money to make us feel better. And so uh thing I love to say is like, get 
happy, then spend. Don't spend to make yourself feel happy because it's an endless cycle and you'll never, ever be able to spend enough or collect enough things to like make yourself happy. That's not our money's job. And so if we, when I work with my clients and I see there's a pattern of overspending, we got to kind of get a little deeper to see why. And it's different for everyone. Um, I'll give you an example, Sarah. So I, I've, I'm working with a client now who grew up without a lot. And this is, this is true for a lot of my clients. And that, you know, excuse me, that dro- growing up without a lot drove them to become high achieving. They're like, I'm going to get the, you know, career. I'm going to make all the money so I can have all the money and, you know, I can be wealthy. But it's like, and then they also say, I don't want to ever tell myself no. So that's the thought right there. I never want to tell myself no, right? And even though they want to be wealthy, but they don't want to tell themselves no, it's like those two are at odds with each other. And we kind of have to like twist that apart and see, okay, like when you te- when you don't want to tell yourself no for like impulse spins and target runs and things that you really don't want, what you're really doing is telling yourself no for the things you really want, the wealth the the amazing experiences you want to have, you know, the future you want to leave for your your children if you have them. So it really does boil down to really knowing what's going on in your brain that's making you want to overspend and then really getting to the bottom of that and going from there. <clears throat> right. It's like that traditional money mindset approach just like really targeted at overspending like what's the thought mm-hmm. and then change the thought and continue to you know yeah focus on a, a thought that's supporting a behavior or a habit that's creating a result that you want and then really committing to changing that behavior what I'm curious like um you know obviously working with clients in helping them to shift that habit you know what are can we just name some of the like, you know, those moments that make it, you know, those challenge points, like, you know, Black Friday, or like when you're being marketed at left, right and center. Um, And yeah, I'm curious, like how your clients have, you know, do some people like override that habit pretty easily? Do some people take a really long time? Like, what have you seen? So that's such a good point. Because okay, so one of the, the tools that I use with my clients is to plan their spending ahead of time. So Black Friday comes every year. So does Christmas. And so instead of saying, I'm just not going to shop, let's plan to shop. So let's use that higher part of our brains, the prefrontal cortex, where we make our best decisions. It's all about growth, all about our goals. If we use that part of our brain to actually plan our spending, I'm not talking about going on a strict budget. I'm talking about actually deciding ahead of time, hey, for Black Friday, I know that I'm going to want to go out and I'm want to I'm going to want to enjoy and buy things. This is how much I'm going to spend on that. I'm going to set this amount of aside just for Black Friday so that I can do that, but I'm doing it intentionally instead of impulsively. And so that's one of the biggest like tools that I use with my clients is getting them to learn how to plan their spending ahead of time without putting themselves on a strict budget because I don't believe in those. It's like going on a strict diet. It may work in the in like the short run, but long-term lifestyle, it's not going to work. So um, 
that's one of the things that I really help them with. So I actually have a client, she's a physician and she was going to Florida for Thanksgiving and spending that time with her family. And so we came up with a plan just for that because she was like, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be all the, the eating out and the Black Friday shopping. And we just created a plan just for that. So she was able to go and still enjoy herself, but not overspend, not put herself in a situation where she was regretting um, the experience, you know, the week after. Right. So it's like using a plan and a budget to be able to say yes to yourself by deciding um, to give yourself, to plan to give yourself the things that you want. So what do you have to say about like impulsivity or people who have like impulsive, um, you know, like behavior patterns and how that interacts with money? Yes. So, you know, here's the thing. We have have to have a lot of grace with ourselves. I was definitely an impulse spender. It was like, so it's funny. I live in an area where like, if you're on the highway on the way home, there's an outlet mall. And so that was my, it was like, oh, outlet mall, as if it wasn't there, as if I didn't know it was there. And I would just find myself getting off the exit, heading into Banana Republic or J. Crew. Like that was, those were my two stores. And so I understand impulse spending to the core. A lot of times it's happening subconsciously. Like I would think like, how am I even in this store? Like, I don't, I don't even know how I got here. So when I'm working with my clients, that is just something that we have to like unravel and just say, and and that's where the planning ahead really does come in. And it's just like, okay, when you find yourself, I'll give you a a nice little tip that I, I share with my clients. But when you find yourself there, even though it's not in your plan, right? What do you do? So I always like to say, sleep on it. Like if you find yourself at Target, and you, were, you went in there for maybe toothpaste, right? <laughs> and now there's a cart full of stuff and it's probably two or $300. And this was not something you were planning to buy. I love the sleep on it rule. And that just means give yourself 24 to 48 hours. Like see the stuff, like catch yourself. A lot of times we're feeling a little adrenaline. We're so excited. We've got all this stuff. And then it's just like, if you could put a little bit of time and think like this was not in my plan, but you need to have a plan in order for this to work, for you to even have that thought, this was not in my plan. You would just say, okay, you know what? If I really want this tomorrow or the next day, I'll come back and get it. And literally walk away because you're not telling yourself no, you're just saying not right now. And what happens then is like, okay, so you were in that moment of about to spin impulsively. That was like your primitive brain that I got to have it part of you saying, get this now. But when you put time in between, you get that other part of you, that higher part of you back in charge. Before we get back to the episode, I have something exciting to tell you about. There were a couple of key things that changed everything in my life as an entrepreneur that allowed me to bring in six figures while working half as many hours and having more fun than ever before in my business. It was money mindset work around how I was doing business combined with getting good at sharing strategic sales content online. I know you know that this is your year to start hitting your 10K month income goal and living the life of creative freedom and fulfillment you have been dreaming about. You're ready to be consistently attracting total dream soulmate clients through the creative content you're sharing on social media, and you want to be reaching more people, charging higher rates and working much less. 
So I'm very excited to invite you to join me in Freedom Club, my mastermind, where you'll receive tailored high-level support to master the skills that will create your dream life and six-figure dream business starting now. With focused weekly trainings and coaching calls to find the clarity on your content that's going to make you the most money, to design a simple fun launch strategy you'll enjoy following through on, plus daily support and feedback from me in the Voxer chat, you'll find that sweet spot in your business where you're the most confident in your work, having the most fun and making the most money. Go to withsaramac.com forward slash freedom club to apply now. Now let's get back to the episode. I love this conversation. It's like money is power. Let's keep our power in our pockets and use it intentionally in the ways that we want to. Um, so I'm curious, you know, you're talking about planning, like what is that learning curve like for people who maybe haven't been planning obviously like you know it's a bit of a stretch to try and plan for like a whole year in advance and like how much can you even you know like what do you even really know so how do you um sort of go take someone from like not planning at all to starting to get into the habit of planning and then like what does it look like you know for you who's like a pro at this and you know do you plan out for like the whole year in advance like what does that look like okay this is such a good question So here's the thing. I only plan a month in advance. Like I have a big goal that I'm always working towards, right? But I only make my spending plan a month in advance. And I really do like to use the word spending plan versus budget, simply because budget just has like negative connotations to it and people feel restrictive around them. But a spending plan really is just more freeing. It's just you deciding how you're going to spend your money, how you're going to give your money, what, you know, how you're going to invest your money, all of those things. So usually when I'm working with my clients, it takes a good three to five months of doing the spending plan before they start to get the hang of it. Because as you said, there is a learning curve. I always tell them you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to follow your plan 100%. And guess what? That's okay. But you're going to learn along the way. So I always say like, you can always look at, okay, what went well? What didn't go so well? And what will you do differently next time? Maybe it's just, I'm going to give myself more spending money (laughs) next time. Or I, you know, I skimped on groceries and I didn't give myself enough money for food. I'm going to give myself more money for food. So you always want to learn, but usually it takes about three to five months before you're really like good at it. And that's okay. This is such a great conversation, particularly for our audience, because there's a lot of creatives, right? And as a creative person, like I know I've had this very, like we're, you know, we really have like a strong inner rebel and we're like, I don't like being told what to do. I don't like rules. And it's like, as soon as we create a rule, then it's like, I got to break that rule. And <laughs> I, it was what you're talking about. And I'm still going through that learning curve of like really like planning my spending. Um, but it's similar to the learning curve that I went through with scheduling. And that was a big challenge for me. You know, I was like, well, I, you know, I put something on my calendar and then I'm like, what if I don't feel like doing it on that day? And I, you know, I'm like in a creative flow with something else or like I'm set time to do something creative, but I don't feel creative because creativity isn't predictable. Right. And so, but it took a really, really long time. And I remember asking every single coach that I worked with, like, how do you schedule? What does your schedule look like? Because I wanted to find one that worked for me. And it took me a really long time to realize like, oh yeah, you just have to trial and error. And then you figure out what works for you. And like, everybody's different. And you're obviously your schedule is going to change from week to week, month to month, you know, season to season. And obviously it's the same thing with your money too, but it's like having those tools of reflection 
um, and knowing yourself and just, yeah, like giving yourself time to collect the data of like what works for you, right? Yes. And I love that you said, you know, you don't like to tell, be told what to do. But here's the thing. It's like your, your higher self is telling your, you know, spontaneous self what to do. It's like you're the one telling yourself what to do and you just get to follow that plan. And for people who are creative and they're like, no, I just need like, I just need to be free. So I came up with the concept of planned spontaneity money, right? <laughs> so this is money that you set aside to do whatever you want to with, but you you determine the amount, but you let it just be there for any spontaneous activities you want to engage in for that month. So I, I do get it. People like to just be free and have that spontaneity. And so I've tried to think of all of it. <laughs> and include it in um, the program that I that I work with my clients on. And it's actually called the Wealthy Women's Academy. And we just go through all of it. We get you to the place where you are, you know, you create a plan that works for you that's going to get to the goals that you have for yourself. Okay. I love, first of all, I just love this reframe that you shared of like, oh, I don't like being told what to do. And being like, oh yeah, it's your higher self telling you what to do. And like, they know things that you don't know, <laughs> you know, like when you listen to your higher self, really good things happen. Um, yeah. So I love that reframe. And yeah, and that just that whole, the reframe that like you're planning to have more freedom, like you're planning for freedom and you're planning for spontaneity um, and you're really planning for less restriction when you are, it's being intentional, right? Like being really intentional, being really conscious of the reality of who you are, what you want and, and your money flow. I love this conversation so much. What would you say, what is like the message on your heart for, for you know, women out there who are struggling with overspending and, and planning their money? Like what is the, the most important thing that you really wish more people knew? Listen, I used to think that I was just born not being good with money. And I want every woman to know like we are good with money and we could get better and better and better. Like building wealth is for all of us. And if you have that like nudge, like I want to be better with my money, or if you you don't necessarily like, like what you're creating with your finances right now, just consider that a nudge that, okay, let's work on this. Let's get you to a point where money is not something that you stress about and that you would have the freedom to know that you've got plenty of money in an emergency fund. You don't have a lot of high interest debt. You are investing and you know that when it's time, you know, to retire, you'll have plenty of money available for you to do that. Like that's freedom and we all deserve freedom. And so it's possible you deserve it. If you've got that nudge, you know what, go ahead and work on your money and don't let shame and embarrassment stop you because we all we all deal with that. You know, there's a lot of shame around money a lot of times. And just don't let that stop you because shame likes you to hide and to suffer in silence. And it's just like, nope, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this under control. Tell yourself that I'm no longer gonna hide. I'm no longer gonna be afraid. I can do this. I love this message. I'm just gonna like underscore everything that you've shared. Like I love the vision that you painted because I just want this for every single woman. Like no matter your background, no matter how much money you came from or you didn't, no matter like what type of work you do, like we get to be debt free, we get to have savings, we get to have investments, we get to have a consistently growing net worth. And yeah, it's a skill. 
you know, and, and that money is like sex. It's one of our greatest taboos and we haven't been talking about it. So no wonder we feel disempowered. And it's been, you know, there's just like information and education that and skills and habits that we haven't had access to before. And yeah, it can be like an uncomfortable process to go through learning a new skill and a new habit. But I really believe that this is one of those habits and skills that when we put in the work, like it just creates so much more power in every single other area of our life and our relationship and our impact in the world um, and to do the work and get the support. So thank you so much for coming and having this amazing conversation with us today. Where can people find out about your work and, and what you've got going on? Yeah, so I have a program called the Wealthy Women's Academy and it's a group program and it's fun. Women are there working on their money. We're all just egging each other on and just creating wealth, which is awesome. But if you really want to follow me like on social media, it's Jermaine Foley Coaching, Jermaine with a G and uh, Foley with an F, Jermaine Foley Coaching. Thank you so much, Jermaine. Thank you everybody for watching. Please share this episode with anyone you know needs to hear this and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.